Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. loves today we have an incredible guest on the podcast miss danielle laura who is a celebrity advisor spiritual intuitive healer two times best-selling author a co-founder startup she is freaking the bomb.com you guys are gonna love her she's so beautiful i connected with her on clubhouse earlier in the month and honestly i fell in love with her straight away she has created the hot method she's such a beautiful soul talking all things self-mastery, energetic, intuitive, spiritual gifting, conscious relationships, and human design. This episode is so incredible, not only because of Danielle and her amazing experience, but she shares tangible tips and takeaways. That's right. You can actually do some things with today's episode. She is going to go deep into her work and what you can do to start finding your purpose and aligning yourself with your intuition and listening to that inner voice turning down the external noise. This woman is incredible. I have added all of her details to the show notes. So if you want to connect with Danielle, she is open. She would love to hear from you. Without further ado, please enjoy this incredible and amazing episode with Danielle Laura. Oh my God, Danielle, I'm so excited that you are on the podcast. I freaking love you. Thank you so much for being here with us. I cannot tell you how fucking excited I am for today. (laughs) I am so excited to be here. I love you and thank you so much for having me. I, I want to say to the listeners that I met Danielle on Clubhouse because not, we're going to start saying this now. Like, <laughs> on real. Instagram, it's like, no, Clubhouse. Um, I met Danielle on, on Clubhouse, her and her amazing partner, Chris. And I just instantly was like, I love her energy. Her smile is amazing. If you could see her face right now, you would love it. <laughs> She's just so loving. Um, and so to everybody who's here who maybe hasn't heard of you yet, do you want to just let them know what you do and what your specialty is and who you are? Sure. Thank you. So I'm Danielle Laura. I am a spiritual advisor and intuitive healer. And what I do is I really help conscious thought leaders, celebrities, power couples, conscious organizations understand the connection between their energetic blueprint, their intuitive and spiritual gifting and relationship to themselves and to others. So they can really have that sovereign success with the deep fulfillment that comes along with it. We're not sacrificing anything. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds delicious. I'm like, sign me up. I think it's fucking powerful. And it's great because it's not just the woo. It's like the woo, the work, the mind, the body, the soul, the relationship. Wow. Like fucking powerful. Um, I can imagine in 2020, you were probably really busy. Yes, that is the truth, especially with these pivots. Even people, you know, it's amazing when you're working with people who truly like know their power and know their mission and calling in this, in this world, but they want to really be like in it right? It's, it's a totally different energy of like, okay, but am I really in alignment? Like, am I going through the motions of what I've thought I was meant to do my whole life versus what my soul really knows I'm meant to do? And am I resisting it? And that's what I saw 2020 be. It was like all the level of resistance was like 
put in their face. And it was like, can't resist this anymore. Can't suppress it. Can't replace it. I've got to face it. And it was, yeah, it was a huge year for a lot of people. And there's just the self-mastery, the self-discovery portion of things. Oh, it was, it was like a, you can't hide from it. Like it came for everyone, everyone, right? You feel like everyone went unscathed, like everybody got it. Totally. Absolutely. I'm sure you see that a lot with your clients too, as you're helping them manifest this level of confidence. Like that takes deep work. That is in depth level of like facing your shit and like seeing what's really there. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm so grateful that your work exists and, and my work and Hamish and everybody who's doing this work because last year was really, you know, it was really the test of, of humanity because I think people think I don't need that. I know what I am. I know who I am. I don't need to worry about my spirituality right. or it's like, no, we all do. Even the most people who are awakened and do all the work, it was like, we got some shit too last year. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, So um, this is amazing work and so needed. And I know my audience fucking loves this shit. So just how did you get into this? Like, take us back to maybe Danielle as a child or your upbringing. Like, what brought you to this time, to this journey that you're on now? Yeah, it was such an unconventional path, Erica. Like I I knew from a child from like seven years old that I was called to the healing profession, but I didn't know like what that looked like. So I kind of went through the traditional Western medicine world and went into oncology nursing and then got my master's in counseling, worked as family and marriage therapist as well as a clinical counselor. Um, And then my program got cut and um, I was helping with these kids with cancer and their families. And I was like outraged and just disillusioned with the lack of comprehensive healing and healthcare beyond just the physical or just the mental Right. And I was like, that's it. I'm making a change. I'm going very passionate. I'm Italian. And I'm like, okay, we got to do something about this. Right. So um, I applied to like every medical executive position humanly possible. I was like, I don't care where I have to go. I don't care where I have to move. Like I'm going to get in a position of change and I'm going to, I'm going to create change. So by the grace of God, I ended up getting a position as a medical executive um, of a medical center. And I was able to, to implement a lot of real change, like at a local level. Mm-hmm. However, like it's just so much governmental red tape and things wow. that you just, your hands are tied after a certain level. So from seeing that and kind of the disillusionment of that, as well as my journey throughout my life has been really suppressing my own spiritual and intuitive gifting. And one of those big aspects is the fact that I could feel and read energy as crazy as that sounds. And it's like, I could feel emotions of other people. So especially working in nursing uh, up and down all day with people that are sick and feeling the energy of them and taking on that emotion as my own. I was a freaking emotional wreck. And I was like, I didn't know something. I was like mentally unstable. It's like, do I need to put, be put on medication? What is wrong with me? You know, plus stress related issues of just like being a high performer and being a woman in business and in corporate and having to work extra hard to prove myself, you know, and, and show, show that I was worthy to be in the positions that I was in and so forth, that I was in and out of the hospital with stress related issues and all these things that nobody could figure out why, like everything was coming back normal. So I was like, okay, what the heck? I know I'm not crazy. What is going on here? So I just started becoming obsessed with like alternative healing and alternative methods of healing and energy became obsessed with energetics ended up going through whole Reiki certification, became a certified Reiki master, 
it was through that process that allowed me to really open up to this whole energetic approach that I had been suppressing my whole life because it didn't fit into traditional, you know, Christianity that I had grown up in. It didn't fit in traditional Western medicine, but it was the answer for me. It was like, oh, finally a world that makes sense. Right. And it's like, finally. So I, you know, it's a long story, but basically went through this huge, deep spiritual awakening of sorts where I questioned my whole entire life, whole existence, being like, what am I even here for? You know, I have this amazing job as a CEO of a medical center at 27 years old. Wow. I have... I have this job that most people work their whole lives for. I have a home. I have a car. I was married at the time. I had dogs, like the whole, you know, the picture perfect family. Mm-hmm. But inside I was like, why am I not fulfilled? And why does this just feel so hard? Mm-hmm. And I was like, am I ever going to just be happy? And I thought it was just me. And I'm like, maybe I'm just literally this like miserable person. That's just never going to be happy. And that's just going to be my lot in life. Right. <laughs> this is before, you know, pre-personal development days, but that was, those, those things, all of these questions that I had to just kept asking myself and coming to the conclusion of, and peeling back those layers of, Oh, if I believe this, well, why is that? Okay. I'm going to peel back that later. Oh, it's because of this that I was taught this. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't really resonate as truth for me anymore. Right. So it was this like huge discovery, basically in summary, all of that to say, I ended up leaving corporate, dove headfirst into the unknowns of entrepreneurship. I hired my own coaches and spiritual mentors and business strategists to help me figure out, okay, can I make this actually like a living beyond just a hobby? (laughs) And I figured I could. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try. I I know at that point it was like, I never had the mindset of that I was an entrepreneur. I always thought I was just going to be in corporate. So for me, it was like getting over that to be like, yeah, I can do this. And my mindset was, if I'm going to be working this freaking hard for somebody else, there's no way I'm not going to be successful on my own. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I trust myself enough to figure it out. And I just leaped. And here we are four years later and, and, and it's been the best decision of my life. Oh my gosh. I have so many amazing questions. because I can just, <laughs> like That's so good. Um, okay. How did you know? Okay, so when you were, because that's full on, you were in nursing. So you were already kind of looking after people and in that space mm-hmm. as a nurse, right? Isn't it funny how the universe just puts yeah. us into these positions that are kind of what we want to do, but they're further out. So how how did you like, how did you know that you were like energetically getting drained or you were an empath or that, that you were picking up feelings? Did you know or were you freaked out about it? Like, how did that go? I knew, I knew it had to be something because the other people, the other nurses and stuff that I worked with were not experiencing. Like I would be like, Oh my God, I just came out of that room. And I literally feel like a bus just hit me. I'm so exhausted. Like, I don't know how I'm going to finish the day. Like, you know, or I would come out of a patient's room and I would just like be overwhelmed with emotion. And I would have to run to the bathroom and cry in the bathroom because I couldn't handle the level of emotion. And granted, I was also working in oncology. So it's like very intense, like people have cancer. So not necessarily like a happy portion of medicine, right? So yeah, just feeling like all of a sudden I would be with a patient and then all of a sudden I would start feeling in my physical body pain or like the symptoms that they were having, or I would just be drained and exhausted because of all this energy I was taking on from the emotions of sadness from, from these these patients and their families and everything else Mm. to the point where I'm like, gosh, what is even my own? Like what's my own energy and what's not? 
and I don't even know anymore, right? And that's when I thought I was crazy. But, but you know, you have to kind of diagnose these things and, and see like what's actually happening here. And after a period of time, you just can't keep ignoring it anymore. You can't keep suppressing it and pretending like this is just normal, like it's not normal, you know? So I say like the fellow empaths out there, you're highly sensitive and you're feeling things like extreme levels of exhaustion or you're around somebody and all of a sudden your mood changes yeah. or whatever the case might be. These are all indicators that you are probably taking on energy from them as your own. And we've got to learn how to like cleanse and ground and protect that for ourselves so that we can still show up every day in the highest like level of who we are and keep giving from a full cup. Otherwise we are going to be really depleted. hundred percent. My husband is very much like that. Like he, he can take things on and he feels energy. And yeah. my little, my three-year-old is the same because he was not like, he's not a people. I thought he was going to be a people person. And he walks into <laughs> a lot of people and he's just like, Mm-mm, I don't like anybody's energy in here. And he's just like, yeah. get away from me. And I'm like, Whoa, it's so crazy. Cause he is. And yeah. I guess like, what, what is the biggest thing that you see with women like you or, or your clients, men like you that have that, like, they know they're empaths, they know they're, you know, HSPs, they call them in Australia, I don't know if they call yep. them, but like highly sensitive people, um, because I don't feel like that. But I know a lot of my listeners are that and they're like, how do we know that we're not just like, making up excuses to show up or making up excuses to not take care of our shit versus you're actually fucking drained energetically and people are taking your energy because you're around vampires. Like what's your idea around or maybe suggestion if someone's in that space? Yes, that's an amazing question. So first you really have to understand what is your baseline? So you have to understand what's your baseline of what's your energy versus what's not. So you can determine when you're taking on energy from somebody else. So what that looks like is like first thing in the morning, before you even get out of bed in the morning, take a little scan and inventory. How are you feeling in your body? Is there any pain in your body right now? How are you feeling emotionally? Like what emotions are coming up for you? Do you feel great and joyous? Are you feeling kind of heavy? You know, what's coming up? And then mentally, like what are the thoughts going on in your brain? Are you really at peace? Are you calm? Or from the second you wake up, are you having like a mental like roller coaster going on, right? So understand like what is yours before you even access anyone else's energy. So understanding what that baseline is for you is really important. Then having a really strong cleansing, grounding and protection practice is going to be amazing. And I have a free one. I'm happy to share with your listeners if, if they'd like that, that they can yes. just do it's a meditation. Yay. That's yeah. Awesome. Go to the show notes right now so you can get that. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it also explains too, like different techniques they can use. It's kind of like a little mini course, but it's super simple. It's like, it's like four little videos to help people understand like, okay, what is, what is happening here and how do you protect ground and cleanse and along with some meditations that might be really useful. But after you figure out your baseline, then have a practice where you, you implement one of those techniques to cleanse your energy, to ground your energy and protect your energy. Then as you're going throughout your day, anytime you notice a difference, like a shift, like all of a sudden you're feeling some type of way and you don't even know what just happened, that is a sign that you have just taken on energy, right? If five minutes ago, you were totally like great and you're in joy and whatever. And all of a sudden now you're feeling depressed or angry or like pissed or whatever, huge sign that you've taken on somebody's energy that's not your own. This could be like, if you, like I was so, so open to where I would even just go in the grocery store and just walking in the grocery store, I was like feeling all kinds of ways, right? So 
these are things that, you know, even walking your dog outside and you see somebody on the street, like you could take that person's energy on. So really, really being mindful that especially if you're an empath and highly sensitive person, your aura is like out there for the world. It's like, Hey, I care. (laughs) Hey, I care. Let me feel your emotions for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, so learning how to really like deflect that and understand you know, what's yours and choosing what you're going to take on versus what you're not going to take on, right? Is also like a hugely empowered place to be. I love that so much because I've heard some of my clients in the past and I couldn't um, empathize with them because I was like, that's not true. Come on. You can be responsible for your own feelings, blah, blah, blah. And then as I started learning with him, this is early days when I was not very, yeah. empathetic, but, you know, <laughs> it's like being with Hamish, who I can see he's so he can't even try like he can't even try to do the small talk. He can't even try to be like a nice yeah. he's like, <laughs> he's like, just no energy, nothing for you. Like he's dead, like his yeah. energy dead. So um, I think it's a really great thing because what you're saying is know yourself, right? Know thyself and then be yeah. responsible for creating you know, a plan or a grounding, or like you said, the ritual that you've created that everybody can go and download now. So that at least when you're out in the world, which you have to be out in the world, you're protected and you're responsible for your own energy. And almost like you create a little barrier around yourself. Would you say? Yes, exactly. It's creating that hedge of protection is like what I call it. And so that might look different for everybody. Some people like to, to encapsulate themselves like in a diamond, kind of like if you figure like this huge diamond is around you. Some people like to use golden light. Some people like to use like a statue, like, you know, like, like kingdom like around them, right? It could be literally anything. But yeah, like energetically placing that level of protection around you and setting the intention. Energy is all about intention. Mm-hmm. So it's like setting the intention. I am divinely protected in my own energy. I'm going about this day in my own energy. These are things I even say if I'm just walking out of my house, I'm going to go to the grocery store or run to the gas station or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. I will say, I will literally say I'm going in with my own energy and I'm leaving with my own energy. So there's a lot of great like energetic commands that you can make over your body as well that will line up in accordance with what it is that you want it to do, which is awesome as well. That is so good. And and if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm not an empath, I don't feel energy. This is kind of for everyone because I was just, uh, my mom would call me and I would be super happy. And then all of a sudden I'd be frustrated. And then in my car, I'm frustrated. And I'm like, what Mm -hmm. happened? And I'm driving and I'm like cutting someone off. I'm like, fuck you, rah. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell? And I used to tell my clients that I would just be like, I don't like how I feel right now. I don't like how I feel right now. Why do I feel this way? And like talk to myself to be like, what just happened? So yeah. it's so powerful because when you can like track it back, it's like, oh, my mother passed down some angry energy over the phone and I decided to take it on <laughs> and yep. be frustrated. So that is so powerful. My gosh, it's important that we all do that. We have to look after how we're, what we're picking up. Are we picking up what someone's putting down? And if it's not good, we don't want it. And you're probably way more sensitive than you think you are. Like, like you just said with that example, even if you don't consider yourself to be an empath or highly sensitive person or whatever, if you've ever gone about your day and you were talking to somebody and all of a sudden your emotion shifts, you've taken your energy right? You might be able to quickly like get over it, right? Or release it. Maybe you're not going to pay as much attention to it as somebody who is an empath, but either way, like I'm sure you've experienced that at some point or another and that's energy. And I have the sadness thing. Like my husband, I used to be this crazy Puerto Rican, angry Juanita. (laughs) He's like my shadow. She go Juanita. Be like, Oh, I'm going to fuck you up in the Walmart parking lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then I came to Australia, met Hamish, maybe like Chris meeting you. And it was like, hey, calm down, buddy. You know, and Hamish yeah. kind of gave me the calm. And now I'm like a softie and like, I'm so not like a ghetto Puerto Rican bitch anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have this, like, I say to him, like my little heart. And then he's like, oh, my little heart. Cause I'm just like, I feel for all the, like, you know, for like people that are struggling or like sad or like, I'm very like yeah. sad, soppy. I think motherhood did it to me as well. I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, we, we feel, and we can feel things. And it's so powerful what you said. So basically it's like, we can be responsible for our energy. We can claim that back and we can be intentional um, with yeah. how we're choosing to walk into the world and, and cleansing ourselves. Exactly. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. I have a question from your story that I wrote down that I thought yeah. was really cool. So you know, you were not, you said you were kind of in a, in a religious upbringing. Like most of us had parents that were Christian or Catholic or religious at Mm -hmm. some, one of the religions. Um, and you were like, I'm finally, I got to find something. And you found natural remedies. Um, who, or what was it that it kind of popped that into your head? Like when we go from Western medicine, you know, medical doctors, religious, to I'm going to go see an naturopath or go do Reiki or go like, was it a book? Was it a mentor or a girlfriend? Like, what was it that made you go, Ooh, let me go over there. For me, it was so much trial and error of Western medicine that just wasn't working for me. Uh It's like, I tried everything. I took all of the things, you know, and I didn't want to be on medication anymore either. Like I didn't, I was like, there's no way, like, I don't subscribe to the belief that I'm going to have to be on medication for the rest of my life. Like, I do not believe that that would be God's plan for my life. Like, I just don't believe that. And so I think this is a pivotal point. It's like, you have to come to terms with what do you actually believe to be true? Just because a doctor has spoken like a disease over your life, right. And that you're going to have to be on medication for the rest of your life. Like, do you, do you really want to believe that? Because there are, there are other ways and not like, I believe there, there is a time and place for conventional medicine for sure. I'm not knocking that in any way, but there are certain things that are so like somatic that we really can release through things like energy healing and through things like holistic eating and just health and even the foods that we choose and stuff like that, right? That can be total natural remedies. And so really it was for me just like, constantly being like, Oh, we're going to put you on this medication. And we're going to, we're going to try this medication and we're going to see if this works. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Like <laughs> it was just like too much. I was like, then, you know, and at a period of time, my early twenties, I did, I took the medications and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like, I didn't feel like I was myself. Right. And I was like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not going to use myself as an experiment to just figure out how I can cope with symptoms. How are ways that I can empower myself to do that? You know, and that was really the thing for me. Hey, 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 this is a little intermission from me to you. I just really quickly wanted to invite you to pretty please head over to the queenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to review it. Let me know what you think. I love honest opinions. It helps more women reach this podcast. So pretty please head over to the queenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast or go to Apple iTunes and leave me a beautiful little review. I would love and appreciate it. All right, sister, let's get back to the episode. Why do you think it is? Because you were in the in the in the Eastern, like kind of the doctors and the medicine and the medication. And Hamish and I always think about it, like how conditioned we are as as humans, as people. I mean, we went back to America in February and we were laughing at the commercials for medication. Like, 
Australian yep. people go to America and watch the commercials. Like we don't have that in Australia. There's a lot of shit they don't allow in Australia that's happening in America. And I think a lot of countries, but like, what do you think it is? Do you feel like it's just that we're so used to it and we're so conditioned to think that the doctor is God and savior mm-hmm. or the science, you know, and then the other stuff is it's woo woo and it's fluffy and it's bullshit. Like, what do you reckon it is? Cause you've been on both ends now. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally like, I think the whole Western medicine world is all about science and data and empirical data. And like, what can you prove with a scientific, with the scientific method that is real or not real. Right. And so that that's the thing. And so a lot of people, you know, a lot of doctors and so forth are like, if you can't prove this with a scientific method, then it's not legitimate. And it's, it's not taking into account other, other levels of existence, but that now I'm, you know, people like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton and people like that are really bringing the, the woo to the science, so to speak. They're bridging that gap between Western and Eastern worlds. And they are starting to prove a lot scientifically on the energetic side of things. But yeah, I think we are conditioned, at least here in America, we're conditioned to believe that like, oh, the doctor is the healer. You get sick, you go to this almighty doctor and they're going to tell you what's wrong. They're going to help you fix yourself and you're going to be healed, right? But it's like, we were never taught, but what if there's a different way? Like, what if there's a better way or a less like chemical processed way or whatever, right? Mm. I wasn't taught that. I don't think most people are. You know, and I think that's so I 100% believe it's our conditioning and we have to, we have to, we have to get hot with ourselves, like I say, (laughs) and we, which stands for honest, open and transparent. It also like corresponds to the mind, body and spirit. Or if we really like tune into ourselves mentally, do I believe this is true? Emotionally, do I believe this is true? How does it feel in my body physically? Is my body telling me this is true for me? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's getting real with ourselves on every level holistically and bridging that gap between what is true and what's not true for us Mm -hmm. and then taking that action accordingly. And I love too that you said like, it's so organic how it happened for you. Like you were like, "Mm, yeah, that can't be like turning the stone and like, what about this or peeling the layers off and going, you know, and sometimes these are the things that we need. Like we need to, I, when I broke my back, I was like, okay, shit, I should pay attention to what I'm doing. Okay. I hear you. Like, ah, yeah. you know, it's like, do we need that? But sometimes we need to keep going to those places where we're finally like, I'm done taking medication in your scenario. Like I'm done listening to doctors. There has to be a better way. Um, and I love that you said that, like, you're just peeling back the layers and questioning, like, question everything people like question what I say question everything just keep asking questions it's crazy 100% you talked about the hot method hot girl okay (laughs) um I love this because you do you do this method and this work with 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 your couples with with leaders with with celebrities with the people that you work with intuitively tell us about this hot method and, and how it's how it works and how it became Thank you. Okay. So the hot method, hot, like I said a second ago, stands for honest, open, transparent. It also correlates with the mind, body, and spirit connection. And I am a firm believer because I've seen it in myself and the lives of my clients that until we can get hot with ourselves, until we can get honest, open, transparent with ourselves about who we really are and what we really want, we're never going to have what we really desire. Mm. And so it goes down. (laughs) Like rewind that, please. Go back 15 seconds to what Danielle said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we're not conditioned to ask ourselves what we really want. Every single time. First of all, when my first, when my first like spiritual guide ever asked me that, I was like, 
like, what do you mean? Like what I want for lunch or like, what are you talking about? Right. And and I'm like, she's like, no, like in life. And I'm like, I'm like what I have, like my house, like my dogs. I don't know. Like it was like the most foreign concept of a question. I had no idea. Same thing. When I asked my clients, like, what is it that you really desire? What does your soul say? And they're like, <gasps> like their eyes get wide and they're like, I literally have no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the whole, the whole point. Like, especially I think as women, we are very conditioned to, to be what everybody needs, right. To be what people expect of us and, and just be the people pleasers and just sacrifice ourselves for the sake of everybody else. Mm. And so when we finally ask ourselves, like, okay, is this career really what I want? Am I actually lit up by this? Can I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? Ooh, if that answer is no, you got a lot of exploring to do, right? It's a lot of inner work. If you ask, like, is this the person I ultimately like want to be in a relationship with, whether it's, you know, for the rest of your life or even for the next two months, right? Is this, is this in alignment? If the answer is no, Ooh, that's messy, right? Cause we got to face that, you know, same thing with my health is what I'm eating or what I'm putting in my body or the, my, my workouts or whatever. Like, is this actually like making me feel really good or am I really depleted right now? Same thing spiritually. Do I have a spiritual practice that makes me feel grounded and centered or am I like all the freaking heck over the place, right? Mm-hmm. These are questions that we really have to ask ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I say we get hot, we bring everything to the table and we create, I create this space for you to be seen, heard, felt, accepted, and celebrated for all that you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your desire is. It doesn't matter your darkest moment. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you've thought. Let's put it on the table because the fastest way to the light is straight through the darkness. Yeah. We have to face the shadow. So let's, let's put it on the table. And maybe you've never had anybody in your life who can hold that space for you and who can lovingly without judgment, but Mm -hmm. now you do. So let's go there. And that in and of itself, like is so emotionally and energetically freeing. When you can say the thing you've always wanted to say, when you can acknowledge the thing, the real truth that you've always wanted to acknowledge that maybe your friends and family think you're freaking cuckoo for, when you're able to bring that stuff to light, that's where freedom can begin. But it can't begin unless we're going to be hot. You have to do that first. I want to tap my (laughs) mic, but I know we're not on Clubhouse. I want to tap my mic. Oh my God. Okay. So we do that. Amazing. Yeah. And then from there we realize, okay, where's the dissonance? So where, where, where's your life right now? Not matching the truest level desires for you. And then typically there's a lot of energy that we have to shift. There's a lot of beliefs we have to unlearn and decondition energy that we need to release and shift out of our body that maybe is generational that we've been storing as our own. That's maybe our great, great grandmothers. It's not even our truth, but we've been living like it's our truth, right? So then the beauty, then life, I say, this is when life really starts because then we get to go into like the juicy goodness of like, what needs to be released? What do we get to call in? What do we get to unlearn? What do we get to redefine? And how do we keep moving in alignment with your energy, with your gifting, with what is true for you, not a one size fits all approach, but a custom tailored approach for you to do, be, and have everything you really want. Mm. You can sign up at daniellaura.com. <laughs> that is honestly, it's a fucking gift what you do because 
so many times do we feel lost and wondering where like leaves blowing in the wind and we're looking for people and looking to people who just we think have what we want and we think we should be like them and we think we should have the money and we think we should do the things that they're doing and it's like no girl that is not your truth it's like inside of you like everything's inside of us and so like I can just hear how powerful just a session on the hot method the honest open and transparent about bringing all your stuff to the table. And it's so powerful. And I honor you for what you do and acknowledge you because having that safe space where, you know, someone can open up. And I know in in the past when I've sat with clients and they've talked about things that there's a lot of shame or traditionally guilt or embarrassment around it, and that you can hold space for that and, and energetically hold space for that. Like that is gold. So thank you for the work that you're doing in the world because we need it. Thank you. Holy crap. That's great. I'm just like, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> oh, so in this method, are you, cause I know I saw that you were working, you're doing work with couples as well. And you've worked with, with some celebrity clients. How did you, how did you put yourself out there when you first started doing this? Like, how did you start attracting clients um, and, and bringing people in and working with people on this? Mm-hmm. It really wasn't until I threw away all the rules to where it actually started working for me. So in the very beginning, my first year in business, I followed all the rules. I hired a business strategist. I did all the did. I did the webinars. I did the content every week, the prompts, the blah, 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 right? Everything. And I'm like a very like, I'll follow the rules, like high achiever person. Okay, if this is the method, I'll do it and it's going to work, right? So I was very much, I did all the things. And it wasn't really working for me. Like it felt so forced. It didn't feel like authentic. The people that were coming to me as a result, you know, weren't really soul matched clients as well. I was having success because I was following the rules, but I was at the, at the cost of burnout at the cost of it feeling so like yucky and like, like I just wanted to like barf. It was just like, not, it didn't feel right. And, and I felt stifled because I was like, everyone's like, you know, pick a niche and niche, 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 and, you know, do all of these things. Yeah. And you have to just be one, you have to be the expert of just one thing and one thing only, and only talk about one thing and be known for one thing. And so I tried to fit myself in these boxes that my soul could not fit into. Mm-hmm. And this is the, this is the thing I see with every one of my clients that come to me. They're like, they are multidimensional beings. Like we are magic. We have unconventional energies. What works for one person and one person's energy type and their energetic blueprint is not going to work for you because your energy just doesn't work that way. Now, it could technically work if you're really going to work really hard at it and it's going to be the hard way. But if you want to live in a level of ease and flow and in the energy of your blueprint, you got to figure out what that is for you, right? So we go, I go deep into like the energetic blueprints of things and human design and gene keys and energetic, like I will do my own intuitive energy scan as well and see what's coming up. So we really harness like you at your core, like your soul essence. So my whole point is like, I did not do that at the beginning because I had to fit into a box. So when I finally realized this is not working for me, if I have to like fit in a box again, I might as well freaking be in corporate. So when, when I was like, okay, this isn't working. I don't like this. Forget it. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to do whatever I feel. I understand what my energetic blueprint was and how I'm magnetic when I'm just talking about the things I'm most passionate about without an agenda, 
right? Like you do not need to have this whole marketing ploy of like a call to action on every single post. And one day has to be the pain points. And the next day has to be the inspirational post. And then the next day is this, right? Like that stuff just was not working. It was so contrived. Yeah. Yeah. When I just broke the rules and I was like, you know, deuces, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to show up in the fullness of me. And I'm going to talk about every single thing that is my expertise and everything that I see with my clients. And I just spoke freely game over. Like that's when my business exploded. And that's when I ended up getting referral after referral after referral. I ended up actually having over 500 referrals in one year's time, Erica. And I say that is the power of mastering your energetic blueprint, knowing how you work, what works best for you, who you work best with, and being fiercely loyal to that. You will always be in business. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then it just happened. Yes. It's happened from there. So, you know, the last couple of years have just been referral based because that's what works for my energy. And I let yeah. that work instead of forcing some method that just wasn't for me. And it's so powerful too, because you're right. It's not a one size fits all. And I think that a lot of people try to go, this is how you do business. And that's ridiculous. Like, I yeah. mean, even now it's changing so much. Like now we have clubhouse or now we're, and then next year we might have something else. And it's like, we get to do it how we want. And to anybody listening, and I talk about this in my podcast all the time, like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I'm making this shit up as I go every second of the day. Like, literally, I'm like, I'm going to do this now because I can. Fuck it, you know? And if it doesn't work, it's like, you decide if it works or if it doesn't. And you can shift, yeah. you can change it. But only, as Danielle is saying, when you are in your own alignment and you know who you want to be and you know who you are, and it obviously you've done so much work on this that you have that confidence to go, I'm going to show up this way. And I think if you feel like you haven't, like, please reach out. We're going to give you all the details so you can hit Danielle up. But I just love what you're doing because it's really guiding people back home, you know, like yes, back to self. And from that place, we can't make the wrong moves. We can't, we can't choose the wrong things because it's internal as opposed to that external noise that we're all fucking tuning into. Exactly. Come back home to your own soul. That's what we do. She is the guide. She's going to bring you home. Okay, so <laughs> I would love to know. You wrote two books. Congratulations. Thank I know you. how hard that fucking is. So yes. two times best-selling author. What are the books tell us and, and how would that experience for you? Thank you. So um, one is called Dear Love. I'm ready for you. And they, I co-authored both of them with some other amazing, phenomenal women But my story, what I speak about in there is basically my story of heartbreak and divorce and leaving basically my old life behind so that I could really find the life that was meant for me all along Mm -hmm. and what I did in that process with with practical tips and exercises that people can implement as well for themselves. Um, And then the other is called Unleashing Her Wiles, and it's all about freeing feminine instinct and intuition as guides to a more awakened life. So I talk about like, what was my spiritual journey like? How did I start opening my intuition? How you can too. Um, And that's exciting. And then my third book will be out later this year. uh, And it's all about sovereignty and self-mastery. And it's going to just be a whole nother level. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited. My face hurts from smiling, looking at you because I'm like, (laughs) because you you talk, you talk a lot about like the feminine and the power. What do you feel like in 2021 in today's day? What do you feel like women? What do we feel like we need the most? What do we need to do to really like stand in all of our usness and in our power and and really claim that? What do you feel like is, is missing and we need to do as women? 
we need to be true to ourselves and rise. Mm -hmm. Stop going into levels of self-betrayal and choose self-loyalty. This is a filter that that I that I go through with everybody, even my friends. <laughs> you know, we'll be going through decisions and they'll be like, yeah, but I kind of just feel like I have to go to that party. Uh, I have to go to that function. And I'm like, but is that a self-loyal decision or a self-betrayal decision? Are you doing this because it's what you want to do or what somebody else wants to do? That's what I feel for us in 2021 as women is a level of self-loyalty. What is a decision that is going to be the most self-loyal to you so you can rise? That's it. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Mind <laughs> that, please. Thank you, ladies. It's so true. We're doing shit that we're, we're not happy. And I feel like we keep singing the same bullshit song from the past. And it's like, yeah. it's like we're handing it down for Christmas. Like, here you go. I'm not good enough. Everybody gets one. Here you go. Here you go. Like, don't put that shit in my fucking Christmas stocking. Like, I don't yeah. want to keep handing that down because it's almost like, all right, enough. I'm so sick of that bullshit. Like, we know it's not true. So why do we continue to subscribe to that? And and almost we're using that like, oh, I just don't feel good enough. And it's like, bullshit. Like, we need to really let that go and start rising, yeah. like you said, and really standing in that. Because nothing's going to change if we continuously keep putting that on and going, well, I'm not good enough. But I don't want to not be good enough, but I'm going to put it on. Like, what is the block here? Yeah. Try on a different outfit. Like, it's like when we go to the store, right? It's like energetically trying something on. When we go shopping and we have like seven outfits, right? We're going to try them on and see which one we like the best. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like this gorgeous, like dress, this ball gown that we don't typically, like, when do we ever wear ball gowns, right? Like I don't wear ball gowns, right? So it's like, it might feel uncomfortable while it's on because you never wear a ball gown. So it's kind of like, Oh, like you, you'll be loving yourself. You're feeling yourself, right? Cause you look good, but it's also like, this is a little uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't know if I'm cut out for this dress really. And then you're, yeah. you know, all your girlfriends are like, girl, queen. Yes, you are. Right. <laughs> Same thing. And then, then they force you to get the dress, right. And you get it. And then you feel amazing when you wear it. It's kind of the same thing with life. Like we have to energetically try on our new belief. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So your Erica, maybe like 2.0 right now. What is Erica 5.0? What is Erica 10? point oh you have to become her now so if you feel into like what is erica 5.0 how does she make decisions how does she you know how does she live her life what does her day-to-day look like that's going to be very different from who you are right now so how are you going to get to that to that woman you have to start taking actions that she would take and you try those on. Is it going to feel a little bit uncomfortable, like the gorgeous ball gown that you're not used to wearing every day? Yes. But is it going to be fabulous and amazing for your life? Yes. So we choose it. <laughs> Put that thing on. One of my, my first coach used to say to me, like, don't wait for a special occasion to dress up. Like your life yes. is a special occasion. Like you're fucking amazing. Yes. Put on the sparkly gown, girl. Like for no reason. Yes. Go to the supermarket, especially now that we're all in restrictions. Like just that's your only outing. Just fucking wear it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. First of all, you need a podcast. So I'd love to know when (laughs) it's coming out because I think we listen to you speak all damn day. Are you going to do a podcast? No pressure. That actually is one of my, one of my goals for 2021. Please. Oh my God. Oh my God. You need a podcast. I could just listen to you forever and ever. And I'm like, you're amazing. Um, Did you have a, a mentor? a person or now like that's changed your fucking life? Like, is there someone that you look up to or that's, that helped you in the past that you're like, Oh, this person or these two people are my people. And, 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 you know, they, they supported you or they, maybe you don't know them or they passed away. Like anybody who you can go to and say, yeah, that person really impacted me and changed my life. 
Yes. I would say it's a conglomerate of people. I wouldn't say it's just one or two people. I think the beauty of life is that we have people that are like gifts in our life, even if it's first just for a season. Right. So I think back, like even one of those people for me was somebody like 10 years ago that I knew when I was in corporate, like never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Right. But it's like, and then, you know, throughout my journey, different mentors that I've hired and I've invested in some people that I've just known some older women that I've known, right. That I just like love their energy and their wisdom. And I think just that the conglomeration of all of like taking the best of all of those different people and saying, okay, if this person has this quality, I see it when you can see it, it makes it real. And you know, you can have it too. Right. So I think just taking and observing the people around your life, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is, but like, what are the best qualities of the people that, that are in your life and how did they get to refine those qualities Mm -hmm. and maybe ask them like, what did you do to be so joyous? Or like, what did you do to be so dedicated or whatever it is, right? Whatever quality you love and admire about them and see what they say. And then start taking all of those little pieces of advice and wisdom and start implementing it into your life. And before you know it, you will be the conglomeration of the most amazing people you know. Like how awesome is that? That is so good. And I feel that I used to have this thing where I was like, I'm if Gary V, Cardi B, Oprah, Tony Robbins <laughs> had a baby, like that's me. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, love, I love, that. love them. And obviously there's more people, but I'm just like, I want to be a little bit of this and a little bit of sprinkles and a bit of that. And then you make your own recipe. And it's, it's so true. It's, it's so beautiful that you say that because so many people have helped us. Even the people that were pain in the asses and that hurt us, yeah. they have been some of the best mentors. Um, I, I know in my life, it's like, yeah. you're an asshole, but thank you because I needed that. Like I needed to go through that experience. Yeah. I love that you said that Erica, because so many times, like we can live with this, with this forced energy towards these people that have wronged us, right. Or hurt us in some way and live with that almost like a grudge for the rest of our life. Or we have the choice, like you just said to be like, thank you, because that awakened me to a part of me that I never would have known otherwise. Mm -hmm. Right. And so seeing everything and every person, even the heartbreaks as a lesson, and that's something like I ask myself, like you know, like the crappiest days. I'm like, what is the lesson here? <laughs> like, what do I get to learn from this? <laughs> right. And and if you have the belief, like I have the belief that everything that's happening for me is happening for my highest level good. So when you believe that, you can see everything as a gift, even the chaos. And then that makes it really beautiful. I love you. Ugh, I love you. Oh my God. Um, okay. If someone is just starting, let's say they're just starting, they know they're where you were, like they're like, I'm unhappy, I hate my job, I hate my life, I hate my relationships, I don't have the money I want, I don't have the body I want, I feel lost, I feel like I'm going backwards. Where do you feel like is a really great maybe first step that they could take towards this journey, the amazing journey that we've both been on? Yes. I would say number one, do what I call the hot inventory. So we talked about earlier, write on your paper, um, like relationships, career, health, spirituality, make these categories, write down everything that you hate like of where you are right now. Hate's a strong word, but I say, I say that word intentionally because really when we're talking about stuff, like we have a lot of venom, right? So everything that's like causing that venom and that like that, like passivity within you, like write it down, right? Write down everything under each of those categories that is less than that you're less than satisfied with. Then under each of those, write down the best case scenario that you ultimately would want. Like, don't think about money. Don't think about time. Don't think about research. Don't think about any of that. Like, just let yourself envision. 
and write down everything unrestricted. Like let just in, just do a brain dump and a heart dump until you literally have nothing else that you can possibly think of. Then just look at the paper and see. It's going to come out at you. It is going to come off out at the paper of the most important things that you need to be able to change and implement. Then you just you just take one action. Mm-hmm. It might be something as simple as like like adding one extra workout to your week, right? That's just going to help you feel healthier. It could be something so simple. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as getting up five minutes earlier in your day to do a breathing exercise before you start your day, right? It doesn't have to be this like huge life altering event where you have to reinvent yourself. That gets too overwhelming. It can just take one little tiny, small action that's going to help you become the person that has the life that you just wrote out. Mm-hmm. Easy first step. I love that. I love that so much because the little, we always think we have to do this big action and big thing and big decision. And it's like, no, like, how do you eat the elephant? You got to bite on the baby toes, you know, like you get a nibble on the finger and then it's like, then you eat the arm. It's like, it's so good because we do sabotage like that. We're like, I have to do all this stuff. And then that fucks you up. Cause then you're like, I can't do all that stuff. It's like, it's so good. It's so good. Take a small, tiny step. Um, and even just you, if you're listening to this episode and, and you're hearing this and you're like, wow, Danielle, thank you so much. Yes, I'm resonating. And you're nodding your head. You got the nod of recognition going on while you're listening in your car, wherever you are, then that alone is identifying that maybe there's something that needs to be done. So, you know, that is just powerful what you just shared. And I'm so freaking grateful. I feel like I talked to you for 17 hours. Um, <laughs> I'd love to know, um, a book, like the book that maybe you've read the most or you gift the most or that's changed your life the most. There's so many books, right? But like the top one that comes to your head. Uh, the first one that came to my mind was The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Have you read that one? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was life-changing for me in understanding that I can, I can actually be the observer mm-hmm. of my thoughts and change my reality. It gave me the permission slip that I actually have the choice in every moment of, is this what I want or not? That was life-changing for me because before that, I did not know. I literally, as crazy as that sounds, I didn't know I had the choice. But it's so true. You don't know. Like, you don't know what you don't know. And then it's like, when you know, you do better. It's like, oh my gosh, what? And I can hear in your whole story how now that's how you live. Like, and these are the things, you know, when you listen to podcasts or when you buy books or when you you get mentors or you join things, it's not just the thing. It's like, that shit could send you on a whole new path, you know? So I can yeah. hear that that did. And that's amazing. That's a great book. Yeah. I love thank him. You. Okay. Okay. Um, what are you up to next? What's coming up in your world? What are you, what are you doing next? I know you guys launched your clothing. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yes. So I do have a clothing company with a few other people as well that we co-founded and it's a conscious clothing line. So we really wanted to bring to life how we can wear our intentions on our sleeve. And where, where intentions that we feel amazing about also everything is sustainable and organic and everything made as well. So like being healthy to the planet. And and we also have a huge like give back system as well, where we do give and donate to different charities and different artists and things like that as well that we support. So yeah, it's called Tri Vibe Collective. That's a huge project that we just, we've been working on for about a year that we finally launched to the public just a few weeks ago. Um, So we are stoked about that. Um, and then personally, I have my next book coming out in the next couple of months. That's going to be a big thing. I'll be campaigning around and doing some, creating some courses around as well. So people can have a lot of 
of access to what it is that they need and those next steps and seeing what 2021 has to bring. I'm so open to just the magic of what this year is as we rise. Yes. Oh my God. This year has been amazing. It's going to be, we, we're going to get it. This is going to be the year for us, especially for the ladies. I'm really excited. What's yes. us. You know, it's just the rise of us. Um, where can people find you um, beside the podcast that's going to be coming up? <laughs> <laughs> Please do a podcast. So where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Where can they go to hear more about what you're doing and chat with you about your work? Thank you. You can connect with me on my website at danielle-laura.com. You can find me on Instagram at underscore danielle-laura underscore Facebook at Danielle Laura coaching, I think is what it is. Um, Twitter at underscore Danielle Laura underscore clubhouse at Danielle Laura, wherever you are, just I'm pretty much on all the places. And we're going to pop all of her details into the show notes. So please be sure to click into the show notes and connect with Danielle. She is an incredible soul. My love, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk to us, to share so many tangible tools and takeaways that we can work on now. I love that. I love hearing your story. I love being your friend and connecting with you. And I just honor and acknowledge you so much for the work that you're doing in the world. We love you. Thank you, honey. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to dive into this amazing book of yours that I have right next to me. Thank you so much, Erica. This has been so amazing. I've loved it. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. My love, before you go, I really want to share this incredible opportunity with you because if you're loving this podcast, then you will most likely love working with me for the next 12 months in the sisterhood. It's my year-long coaching experience and I have really good news because we have shifted and changed the pricing. There is a new offer for 2021 because I know how many people struggled in 2020 financially and I also know how much shit came up for us that we all need to be working on. So year-long coaching program, The Sisterhood, with me. You can join in person if you live in Melbourne or you want to fly to Melbourne six times a year. Or you can join online where I coach live for the 12 months. You have me as your coach. You can hit me with any problems or questions you have. We coach live for two hours a month. It is next level shit. The community is incredible. If you want to learn more, head to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood s-i-s-t-a sisterhood i can't wait to welcome you thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.